Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gents, boys and girls, what is going on? Hey, a win is a win is a win. And while it may have been ugly at times, the Gamecocks found a way to most importantly, yes, you guessed it, win that football game. Ladies and gents, welcome to the A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show. Of course, as always, I'm your host, Chris Phillips of the Spurs Up Show Appreciate you all tuning in. Want to say thank you so much to our friends at A1 Air Quality Consultants for their love and support of the Spurs Up Show and for making this post-game call-in show possible. With that being said, guys, let's go ahead and get right into it. 843-790-3377. The phone lines are open here late on this Saturday night as the Gamecocks get back to 500-2-2 and get their first SEC win of the 2023 season. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Smokey. Smokey, what's going on? You're on the air. Oh, my goodness. That, you, you said it best when you said that was an emotional roller coaster, but that was a great win. What I'm most concerned with is what was going on with DQ Smith. He was getting worked up and down the field all night long. I want to know if you noticed that, too. Hard not to notice, man, when Tulu Griffin was running past him all night. I, I, I think that the I think the injury, the impact of that on Nick Emanwari is impacting DQ Smith as well. You know, a couple of those a couple of those long plays. I thought Nick Emanwari, you know, you saw the replays of it. It was part of his responsibility to be back there in the free safety spot. And, you know, he missed his assignment or just he looks a step slow to me, but again, he's dealing with a hamstring injury. And yeah, DQ Smith. Um, had a rough night. That's putting it lightly. So South Carolina, again, a win is a win is a win. And the best way I can summarize it, my friend, is this. Clayton White and that Gamecocks defense did everything they could to lose South Carolina this football game. And Spencer Rattler and company would not oblige. That is the best way to summarize this. You know what? At the end of the day, a dub's a dub. But uh, South Carolina's got really got some things to figure out in that secondary. I'll take one just like it next week, Chris. Hey, go Cox. Same here. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for the call. Really good stuff, guys. Going to our next caller. And again, that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. A W is a W. It does not matter. Um, we'll talk about it a lot more this week, talking the defense. Oh, listen, I, I'm not going to sit here after, after what, three games, or, or excuse me, four games, I should say, and start talking about Clayton White's job status, what have you. But it's 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 ugly defensively. I mean, there's no sugarcoating it, so. 
Peyton, what's going on, man? You're on the air. What's going on, Chris? How about some Gamecocks, man? How about them, man? Big dub. Had to have it. Had to have it, no doubt, man. Uh, I just wanted to say, just point out a couple of standouts. Um, obviously, Rattler is Rattler's him, not them. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Everybody needs to put some respect on that man's name. Xavier Leggett is earning himself a lot of money week to week. I'll say that. And Mario Anderson has just earned himself a starting running back position in the SEC. That performance right there, I think, solidified everything that everything that Dowell Loggins had said this past week. Has said the reason you don't see certain players is because they're not meeting standards or whatever the hell he said. He met, he met the standard tonight. I'll say that. Mario Anderson looked like, looked like our starter for sure. Yeah, the Gamecocks found their RB1. There is no question, my friend. And all your other points, man, listen, just I, I'm mentally exhausted to a degree. What a game. It feels good to get the W, man. And, uh, again, it doesn't matter necessarily what the stat sheet says. The fact of the matter is South Carolina got the win. But, uh, nah, man, it's a great night to be a Gamecock. And, I, you know, to your last point, I, I definitely think that South Carolina, it, it's safe to say there is no debate coming out of this one. They found their RB1, and his name is Mario Anderson. So, I don't think it's even up for debate going into this week. Yes, sir. And who would have thought the Newberry transfer scores his first Division One touchdown tonight? And and really, really honestly, it's a, it, it was a big breakout game. Mm-hmm. That he, I mean, for as hard as he ran, for as good as our O line performed, man, that's another thing I wanted to point out. The lines of scrimmage improved greatly. Now, Mississippi State had all kinds of success offensively, but. Both lines of scrimmage improved greatly. Trovon Bow emerged as, as another guy like I thought he would, and everybody just everybody up their standard of play tonight. Yeah, I, I thought the offensive front man continuing to improve and again inserting those young guys for sure, giving Mario Anderson that push just enough. You know, it wasn't a, a stellar rushing performance or anything crazy, but you know, the Gamecocks ran for over 100 yards as a team, and Peyton, when they do that, they tend to win a lot of football games. Peyton, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. We're going to keep it moving, guys. Next caller. Y'all keep blowing up the phone lines, 843-790-3377. Again, guys, we got a lot of folks to take in. A lot of you are calling in right now. Continue to blow up those phone lines. Yeah, guys, Mario Anderson's RB1. Go Wolves. Go Wolves. Uh, easily. It's it's not even close. It's not even close. And it's, you know, I, I find it interesting. This is another topic. I'll get into it in a second. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. This is for you guys. John John Edward, you're on the air. What's up? Good. Uh, I've got a couple of quick things. Spencer Rattler is just doing his thing week in, week out. And there's a lot of people, I'll say in the media, need to freaking apologize to that man. And, like, you know, like a couple of calls have already said, dude, we have found our running back. We have found a running back. Indeed. Hey, listen, Spencer Rattler is him indeed. John Edward, well said. We'll keep it moving, guys. 843-790-3377. I love it, man. Call in, get your thoughts out there, and then we'll keep it rolling. But, uh, yeah, Spencer Rattler with yet another fantastic night. What, 18 of 20 he was in total on the night. Uh, I believe three touchdown passes. I don't have his stats pulled up right in front of me here. I did, but I do not right now. But a big night for Rattler. Luke. Luke, what's going on, man? You're on the air. 
Hey, Chris, thanks for the, uh, having me on. So I, you said earlier about, you know, Clayton White. I am going to have to disagree with you. I think that our defense played well. However, there's, you know, miscues in the secondary. I love the way our linebackers played, and I love the way our front four played. I think that'll go, you know, really forward until the SEC season. And just, you know, just to piggyback on what Blaster said, offensive line, defensive line, that's the reason we won tonight. You know, we controlled the game as a line the entire game. If you look at all the Mississippi State's big plays, it was all downfield, blown coverage. I mean, I, if you want to blame that on OC, you can, but I think that was more of a player issue. And I, I mean, personally, I think that Clayton White is still that guy. I don't think we should put the blame on the game for him. What do you think? I say reward the offense, man, for carrying the load in this game. And I'll tell you this, the second half adjustments, I thought, you know, Mississippi State scored 13 points in the second half to the 17 in the first half. And, and I will give you credit, South Carolina did a great job of stopping the run. I mean, 32 rushing yards for for State. But I think they realized, too, man, they had to throw the football. They had to get Will Rogers involved to get him going. And I think when he showed early on that he was going to be hot, I mean, they, they went back to the well and it paid off, man. 30 for 48, 47, a touchdown. He did have that interception as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, listen, there's things that got to be cleaned up in the secondary. And I, I think South Carolina secondary, this is probably the weakest they've had since Beamer's been there. I mean, that's okay. It's fine. But And I think that – I mean, here's the thing. As long as you're winning football games, it's an offensive game. So, nobody's asking Clayton White or anybody to, you know, keep offenses to 20 points per game or 15 points per game or what have you. But uh, – yeah, it was dicey there for a bit. But I, I will say I thought South Carolina's defensive front did make some big plays in regards to getting State behind the sticks, batting some balls down. I thought that was big. And, you know, again, man, we talked about it coming in this game. It felt like a game in which South Carolina was going to get that that turnover they needed, if you will. And sure enough, it came in that fourth quarter when you got that Will Rogers fumble that Strawn knocked away. So, um, you know, it's it's – it's not defense for my taste. I'll give you. I'll be honest with you. It's it's not exactly what I'd like to see. I don't like seeing a quarterback throw for 487 yards on the defense. But you know, again, the bottom line is you won the football game. So um, Carolina, you, you know, you'll take it every day of the week and twice on Sunday and whatever. A win's a win's a win. But you know, I, I'd be lying to you if I told you I wasn't concerned about 519 total yards of offense to a team that has been just struggling. I mean, ranked near the bottom of the SEC in offensive statistics but I mean again it, it's something to worry about going into Tennessee and the rest of the season what have you but the bottom line is just the Gamecocks did what they had to do to win the football game and you know that's that's really all that matters in this moment I'd, I'd much rather this be the case than the stats look all pretty and South Carolina found a way to lose right so doesn't really matter I guess at the end of the day when you win the game no yeah that's that's a fair point uh, I do like the second half adjustment we made especially with the secondary and I thought our front four especially uh Alex Huntley had a you know he, he was basically dominating the fourth quarter that final drive was it like two or three plays where you mm. impacted the whole drive? So, you know, and props, I thought props those guys on the front four. Sanders yeah. is a standout player this year. So, it's, it's great to have new faces and old faces both showing up. Yeah, no, it's a nice mix for sure, man. I appreciate the call. And the thing I'll say is this the two things that South Carolina did great in the second half they won the fourth quarter, outscored Mississippi State 10 to 3, and they did, for the most part, take away to Lou Griffin. In the second half, guy finished seven catches, 256 yards in this ball game. Somehow only one touchdown, but 256. 
a touchdown, 36.6 yards per catch. But again, bottom line is this, you win the game. So uh, 8437903377, guys, phone lines are open. Appreciate you guys calling in. Let's keep it rolling with these comments, these questions, and these calls. Let's get to it. Call from Luke RJ. Luke RJ, you're on the air. What's going on, man? What's up, Chris? I wanted to comment about Clayton White in the defense a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not uh, gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that you know, like he is doing a great job or like make excuses for him. Um, but I feel like maybe the goal for this game was to stop the run, knowing that's what they've been doing the first, you know, part of the season, and that's what led to maybe some you know, one-on-one matchups or, like, you know, putting people in the box and letting people, you know, you know, I don't know, not having a safety back there and having, like, Eamon Worry up, up up in the box and maybe he was trying to play the run a little bit much, you know, instead mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, playing the pass like he should. Yeah, just to uh, read some comments here. Shane Beamer called the post game or in the post game called the defense embarrassing the way they gave up 487 yards passing. So he's not thrilled with it, uh, nor should he be. And, uh, you know, l- listen, I- I'm again, I-, I don't really want to talk about like Clayton White's job status four games in, but if we're not going to do that, I think we can all agree that South Carolina misses Cam Rush and Darius, or excuse me, Cam Smith and Darius Rush. There's just no other way to put it, man. They miss those guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just no, there's just no other way to put it. They miss those guys, man. They miss those guys. I mean, I, mean, I feel like maybe they were just trying to stack the box and, and stop the run. That was the that was the game plan going in, and they let the you know the passes go a little bit. And I think a lot of a lot of it was. Um, you know, not having a safety over the top or, you know, just missed assignments. So it could be corrected. It, it, it may be possible to get people in the right position. Um, but, you know, a couple people got burnt, you know, at the same time. So maybe they can, you know, adjust how they, how they play and, and maybe play a little bit smarter mm-hmm. and be in position a little bit better and they have a better week next week. So I don't think it's all – it's you know, all terrible and not fixable, you know. Indeed. Luke RJ, well said, my friend. Hey, I appreciate you calling in, man. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. I'm going to just say this, guys. My my real quick knee-jerk reaction is this. You can sugarcoat it. You can spin zone it how you want. Who cares? South Carolina won the football game. But the way I look at this is this. The Gamecocks are going to outscore, have to outscore teams to win games because that defense is not good. This is... It's not a good defense, man. And it's okay. South Carolina can still win seven or eight games with that defense. But this is not a good defense. Whether you want to blame roster turnover, you want to blame coaching, you want to blame a mix of the two, you want to blame bad luck, you want to blame the chicken curse. I don't care what you want to blame. This defense ain't very good. And for South Carolina to continue to win, Spencer Rattler, Xavier Leggett must play at an otherworldly level And the running game must continue to evolve and get going because South Carolina defensively is just not there. I I, I just don't – I don't see it. I'd love to be proven wrong, but you just gave up 519 yards to the worst offense in the SEC. I I hear you. They're keying in on the run, but still, that is a tough pill to swallow. So, Beamer, again, in the postgame called the effort, quote, embarrassing. 
Anyways, guys, 843-790-337. Seven phone lines are open. Again, who cares? You won the football game, right? Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just a static. South, South Carolina, as we expected, at home, at night, made the big plays when they had to. And that's what you expect from the Gamecocks in a night game at Willie B, right? You make the big plays when you need to. That, that's what you expect. Robbie Davis, Jackson Hall of Famer. Robbie Davis, you're on the air. What's going on? I am literally in the car as we speak. Fantastic. Um, what you got? Uh, uh, if I sound honest, it's because I am. Okay, but anyways, um, I, 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 aside from the absolute crap show the secondary did, uh, our defensive line play, in my opinion, did very well. Uh, the offensive line played as good as they possibly could. They talked, they played very well, in my opinion. Not great, but they played well. Uh, there was a couple times that we should have had some picks, and we didn't get it. But it is what it is. And like you said before I called in, a W is a W. I will take it. Hook or by crook, I will take it. But we have got to figure out a way to where our secondary is not getting burned this much because if we don't fix something, it, it the next couple of games could be be brutal. Well said, Robbie. I agree with you. Indeed, they got to get that secondary fixed. But again, it's not an art class; it's a math class. And as long as you have more than the opponent <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Robbie, you and the crew, and be, then, la- la- go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Last thing, I did did like what I saw from Mario Anderson. Personally, what I would do is every time he has a good run, I would play the Mario video game every time he has a good run. (laughs) Super Mario. I love it. Super Mario. Robbie, (laughs) great suggestion, my friend. Hey, you and Marion, be safe on the drive back, my man. I appreciate the call. Great stuff, as always, from Robbie Davis. Guys, we keep the conversation rolling. 843-790-3377. Timothy Braswell says, Go Cox, please filter your calls. Timothy, it's wide open. First come, first serve. And, Timothy, if I filter the calls, we'd miss some of the best, to be honest with you, man, because you got people in here want to call in on some craziness, which is I love. Hey, the more the merrier. Let's get it. Here we go. Call from John. John, what's up, my man? You're on the air. What's up, brother? Hey, I got to tell you, I was at a wedding for the first half in King wow. County in Charlotte. Mm. Made it to the second half, but I didn't see the first. So I'm, what I want is I want you to describe the first half for me in three words, and I'll hang up and listen, brother. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Great stuff. Great call. Summarize the first half in three words. Rattler. Tulu, nerve-wracking. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best I can do, man. Rattler, Tulu, nerve-wracking. That's really all you need. I could have said Leggett. I could have said Rattler, Tulu, Leggett. I could have said that. But you gave me three words instead of four. So that's the best I can do. That's, the, that's that's about as good as I can do. Anyways, phone lines open, 843-790-337. But, John, thank you so much for the call, my friend. Really, really good stuff. Again, guys, hey, bottom line is this. We can talk about Clayton White, defense, secondary this week. 
The Gamecocks are from Panic Ritter. Two and two. Five hundred. To accept press. All that matters. Panic Ritter, you're on the air. What's going on, man? Hey, first of all, I'm glad that Dabble Clemson lost. Even though Dabble Calvin Cool ain't but anyway, I'm glad we they lost. But I'm glad we won too, but our defense has to get better. And I hate to say this, but if our defense does not get better, I think Clayton Rice may be looking for a new job. And that's all I have to say. Thank you very much. Panic Ritter, you're the man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the call. Panic Ritter says Clayton White might need to look for another job. He might. He might. Again, I- I'll say this. I don't really have the energy around Clayton White like I did Marcus Satterfield last year because, guys, it's an offensive game anyways. It's about outscoring your opponents. Like, it's about scoring 40 a game. But, Call man, enthusiasm that secondary's got to get fixed. Spur your enthusiasm. What's up, man? Sorry, sorry for cutting your intro short, but uh, – how about it, man? What's up? Hey, my boy. My boy. Hey, man, it was not pretty. It was not pretty by any means of the word. Clayton White has got some adjustments to make. That offense was Chris. Spencer Rattler is that dude. And damn it, I'm ready for Knoxville because I'm ready to shut them Tennessee fans up. Like, I, I, I feel <laughs> real nice about our chances the rest of the season. But damn, this defense has to figure it out. And they're capable of it. We have the talent. We just have to we have to clean up a lot of stuff on that defensive side of the ball, but it's there. It is there. There's some small little mistakes here and there that have cost us dearly. They and they found those mismatches. And give credit to Mississippi State for what they did. They found a way to get their playmaker the ball. Griffin was the dude today, and and, and they found a way to keep themselves in it. And, and hats off to them for that. But at the end of the day, South Carolina got the job done tonight. And, you know, we got momentum to carry in offensively. The defense has plenty of tape to sit here and be like, all right, this is what we have to work on. This is what we need to figure out. I trust Clayton Clayton White to do his job and figure out what he needs to do from here on out. We will make the adjustments. South Carolina is going 10-2. Chris, I'd love to hear what you got to say. God bless you, and I need some of what you're drinking tonight, Spur Your Enthusiasm. I appreciate it, man. Ten and two, he says. I need to smoke some of that smoke, drink some of that drink, hit some of that hit, whatever it is, man, because I don't see it. Either way, (laughs) no, I'm kidding. Bryce is awesome. I love the energy. I love the enthusiasm, no pun intended. Adjustments have to be made defensively. All I know is this. Take the over in Knoxville, whatever it is, because I don't see a lick of defense being played next weekend. Uh, Anyways, guys, we'll keep it moving. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To accept, press. What's going on? You're on the air. Hey, Chris. Am I live? You are live. Yes. What's going on? Cool. I just got one thing to say. Fuck. Okay. Very good. Very good. That's all I had to say. That's all I had. I respect it. That for some people, that's that's all you have to say. So I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> that's it is what it is. That's it. Anyways, phone lines open, guys. I want to hear from you, your thoughts, your reactions, your commentary, your opinions after South Carolina's 37-30 to win over Mississippi State. Gamecocks, get the W. What a night from Spencer Rattler, man. I mean, this dude is just crazy. From Josh in Seattle. Josh in Seattle, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, Chris, how's it going, man? Doing well, thank um, you. Great game tonight, right? Like, we love competitive ball in the SEC. I think – you know, to kind of jump in with everybody. The official designation of Clayton White's seat is burning up. Um, however, we, we've got two-thirds of the season to go, and it ain't the time to be looking for a D.C., so hopefully they can write the ship. On the positive side, love what I saw from the offensive line. Um, you know, as long as they get better every game, we'll be in a lot better spot, especially mm-hmm. with them young guns up there. And uh, what can you say about Spencer Rattler? Absolutely dealing, absolutely showing out. Um, 18 for 20, you know, the yardage got kind of uh, overshadowed by Will Rogers a little bit. But, I mean, there's there's no question, you know, who the better quarterback in that game was mm-hmm. by the end of the fourth quarter. So, loved it. Uh, look forward to hearing your thoughts, man, and, and thanks as always. Josh, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. And, I, and I'll say this to his point about the offensive line coming together, getting better. Let, let's definitely give credit to that group because – you know, you got more of a run push than you got in all season. Mario Anderson, again, guys, solidified. Um, and I was about to say this earlier, somebody called in, but I think it's just, you know, I understand why because fans are, you know, people are hesitant to be critical and just say things. And But, you know, I, I see a lot of people saying, you know, they have to preface this with, like, it's all love and respect for the carry-on or, like, you know, I love the carry-on or he's a great person. Like, guys, you're not – you're not saying any of that's not true by just having a football take. And the football take is Mario Anderson is this team's RB1. Like, DeCarrion Joyner, thank you for everything. It was great. Thank you for the memories. He should still have a spot on the team. He should still have an impact. He should still be used in red zone. He should still be used in slot. He should still be used in swing passes. But Mario Anderson is RB1. Like, into discussion. It's clear cut. There's nothing to talk about. You know what I mean? It, it's remove your feelings. Let's talk ball. And when you talk ball, Mario Anderson is that guy. Like, I don't even have to explain. Just go watch five minutes of the replay of that game, and you're going to see it and understand why. And the fact of the matter is this. Again, 
We're going to talk all week about what happened in this game, you know, critical analysis, blah, blah, blah. But you just had to win the football game. It did not, whether it was 13 to 10 or 37 to 30, 56 to 50, does not matter. You had to win the football game. You got to be three and three after six or better, right? You could not afford this loss if you're going to get to seven or eight wins. So you know what? You're still on track. And that's all that matters. You're kind of playing with house money next weekend in Knoxville. Then you got a bye week. Then you got the Gators at home. Then you're off and running. And the and if the offensive line and the defensive line, if the offensive line continues to improve, Spencer Rattler stays hot. Now you have a running back. You still have Xavier Leggett. If you get back Juice Wells, it's a bonus, right? Offensively, you seem set. And if defensively, you can take some steps forward and improve just a little bit, guys, you got at Mizzou, at AM, but then you got four in a row at home. It sets up very, very nicely for another big season. Guys, phone lines are back open. Blow it up, 843-790-3377. I'm fired up, man. It feels good to get the dub. It really does. That was a game that I, I did not feel like, even when it was tied, you know, I didn't feel like it was in great question. I, I just, I believed, you know what, South Carolina at home is going to find a way to get this win. Like, I, I just, I believe that. And that's Call the benefit of being Madeline. at home. Here we go. Madeline, what's going on? You're on the air. Hey, Chris. Uh, I just want to say, first of all, I love the show. Thank you. I uh, love that. You are a great supporter of our Gamecocks, but I also love that you're a realist when it comes to our team. They lose that sometimes. But just to kind of echo off of everyone tonight, um, I think that Mario's um, play tonight was kind of a sigh of relief for everyone. It was nice to see some of that pressure taken off Spencer, and he still continued to have a great game. And I think like everyone else, it was kind of frustrating to see the defense give up so many points, but at the end of the day, we got it done. We got a win, and now it's on to next week. But I'll keep it quick for everyone else. But I just wanted to say that I was I was happy we got the win, and hopefully we can keep on improving. Madeline, thank you for the kind words, and I truly appreciate the call. Thank you so much. And great points by Madeline, by the way. Uh, again, you feel good about leaving this game. You found something. You, you found something in the running game, guys, because – our good friend JB over at Inside the Gamecocks, he pointed this out. I think it's like South Carolina in the last 14 games rushing for 100 yards, or I think now they're 13-1. and one. Like, it's, it's a very simple recipe for success. When South Carolina hits 100 yards rushing, good things happen. And now you got Spencer Rattler playing at this elite level. Now you got a little bit of running. You don't have to be elite running the ball. Just have enough. Now you have enough, right? Now you have enough, and uh, you needed it tonight. And, dude, that, that – that last run, big boy, big boy football. Call from Brandon Walker. Brandon, what's up, man? You're on the air. What's up, Chris? How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Good, good, man. Uh, yeah, dude. I you can't be upset with a win. Like you can't be mad about it one bit. Um, I'm confused with when you're getting beat over the top. I'm not understanding why you got to keep the safeties down in the box like that, so close to the line of scrimmage. So. I, Kind of confused on that one. Um, and as far as Mario Anderson is concerned, everybody kind of doubted the fact that he would have a contribution being a D2 guy. But the way I look at it, if you can rush for seven, 7.5 yards of carry in Division two, I mean, the block is only going to get better for you. So not surprised with that at all, man. Happy with the win, but I feel like you got got to play a little better than that. Mm. 
Indeed, my friend. No, I agree. And listen, Marvio Anderson, man, it's a great story at this point. And the dude has talent. He showed it off tonight. When you get that type of blocking, got give credit to the offensive line, man. I thought they really took a step forward tonight and did that against a solid state front for sure. My friend, I appreciate the call. We'll keep it moving, guys. And I'll say this too again. I, I'm I'm not upset in a win at all. I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic, South Carolina. I'd much rather be sitting here, you know, nitpicking some things after a W and, and you know, wanting a little bit more than sitting here saying that, man, Carolina played the perfect game and unfortunately lost. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd much rather be in this position. So, great call, my friend. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Brandon Walker. I guess that's his real name. It's not the Brandon Walker from Barstool. Either way. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, Marvio Anderson was electric tonight, man. That, Like I said, that, that big run he had – barreling over guys and, and Duke continues to be kind of a, a rolling bowling ball out there it seems just bouncing off defenders and uh guys again phone lines are open by the way blow it up but uh yeah incredible stuff let's jump back to the phone lines here from justin justin what's going on you're on the gear how you doing chris i have fun with it we got missing step at finally we did man we got that dub thank goodness held on for dear life made it happen Pulled away. Bottom line is this, man. A W is a W. Feels good to get one. Yeah, and Chris, I got you, man. Clayton White's seat is getting hot, because, you know. I, I would call Clayton White's seat. I'd call it warm. I, I would not call it hot yet, but I, I would call it warm. I, I really would. Because Clayton White's done a lot of good things in Columbia. He has. And so I'm not, like, ready to jump out of my chair and call for his job and kick a tree. But it needs to get better. That's all I'm saying. It's warm. It is warm for sure. So, uh, it, it's it's yeah. one of those things where it's – and, Justin, I appreciate the call. It's it's one of those things. I'm not ready to jump out of my chair and complain about it. But the only reason I'm not is because it's not losing South Carolina ball games. But you're playing the kind of defense South Carolina is. It, it is going to start losing the ball game. It is. It is. So, it's got to get corrected. It's got to get fixed. Um, the Gamecocks continue to, at home at least, rely on big plays, you know, from the in, in the in the turnover department. And I tell you guys, I mean, what was there a bigger play? Was there a bigger play in that football game tonight than the the Will Rogers ball gets batted out of his arm, fumble? Right, I think it was Judge Collier that recovered it. I don't know. There's a bigger play in that football game, really, truly. So. Um, yeah, I mean, they just – they find ways to in spots when they need to make big plays. So, the Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea – and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. 
It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code Spurs Up for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code Spurs Up, S-P or S-U-P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought, whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, Create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S P or S U P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Anyways, guys, 843 3377. The phone lines are open. We'll get back to it. Drink some of that drink. Hit some of that hit. To accept, press one. What's going on, man? You're back. What's up? Yo, man. Hey, I just, I, I just wanted to touch on something real quick. Um, I, 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 I was, I wanted to ask you what you thought about. There was a certain play that happened in the game where they called a illegal formation on the defense for us mm-hmm. on, um, I believe it was a pump return. And I, I've never heard such of a thing, you know, ever happening in college football where they call a legal formation on defense. And I, I'm just I, – I was curious what what you saw there and, and if, if you're, you know, well-versed in the rule book because I've never seen such a yeah, thing. Yeah, I think the one you're talking about is the end of the first half when they called a legal formation on the field goal that moved it up five yards and he was able to hit that before halftime. I think what happened – I know what happened is that you had right before that ball was snapped, there was uh, there was some motion from South Carolina's uh, defensive tackle or guy right up front, if you will, and he scooted over. And I think the rule is you can't be over the man snapping the ball on a field goal and or punt. And I believe that was the call. I I, I may have missed that. I could be wrong, but I think that was the call. Legal shift, an illegal. A legal shift, I guess, when he shifted over where the ball okay. was being snapped. So, um, I, I don't know if that's – you know, I'm sure it's something that guy's got to know. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, listen, it, it, to your point, in a game like this, you know, when you win the game, it's not that big of a deal. But that that was – admittedly, man, that that was that was disappointing in the first half to see kind of just mm-hmm. the – the you know, I, I thought it was a really just a very questionable decision to go for two there. Uh, when you just score to take the lead, you're up six, and it's just not necessary to go for the two. And if you get the two, it's still only a one-possession game. You don't really gain a whole lot for going for it. Then you don't get it. Now it's only a six-point game. And then you close out with that thing, and they 
they miss the field goal, but there's the flag, and then they get the field goal. Now it's a three-point game. So it's not a big deal now, but in a game where if you'd have lost by one point, Boy, we'd be having a much different conversation. So, thankfully, right, we're not. Right, but yeah. Thankfully, those are things that you can take from that. You can learn from that in a win versus having to learn from that in a loss. There was another play where uh, I believe it was Omega Blake cut on the outside. And uh, Spencer okay. Rattler, he threw a dart. And they didn't throw a pass interference. Yes, that was in the end zone, I, yes. And it was right there. I'm mean, Chris. Would you call that pass interference? Yeah, that was honestly? an yeah, that was an egregious pi. So it's. I mean, listen, it's that, S- like SEC officials. It it happens. Yeah. I, I really feel like that was the play that changes from being a potential blowout to to being a close game. Because if we get that touchdown right there, I believe we're up by either seventeen or twenty one. Or uh, regardless, we we've, we've got a pretty nice lead there, and. I just I, for, for the inter the, the pass interference they ended up calling on Marcellus Dial later on in the game. If they're not going to call what they had in the end zone there, I was amazed yeah. that they called that on Marcellus Dial. Yeah, no, I was surprised. That was an egregious pi on Mississippi State, and I thought it was very ticky tack on on Dial later in the game. But again, it's SEC refs. You got to beat the other team. You got to beat the refs. It kind of is what it is. Spur your enthusiasm, my guy Bryce. I appreciate the call. Let's keep it moving, guys. Let's get some other callers in here. I know that uh, our guy Bryce, he could probably talk all night long, but uh, you know there are other people who want to chime in, who want to get their thoughts in. I highly encourage you to do so, 843-790-3377. Let me say, guys, to all of you, I'm sure there's many right now that are tuned in. You're on the way home from Williams-Brice Stadium. You're on 26, you're on 20, you're on 77. Wherever you're going, man, thank you all so much for having me and making us a part of your night. Let's jump to the phone here. from Gavin. Gavin, what's up, man? You're on the air. Chris, man, I'm out here after a good win. I'm smoking the fuck Will Rogers pack. I'm smoking the fuck Mississippi State pack. I'm smoking the fuck Josh, Josh Heifel pack, man. Um, I'm also smoking the Spencer Rattler is the goat pack. And Mario Anderson is a, our fucking running back pack. Um, just wanted to get your take on... Mario Anderson's performance and what what you think we can see for him in the future. Thanks. Dude, I appreciate it, man. And all I wanted to say this. I love the fact he's smoking all those packs, by the way, right? Never a bad night to have a pack. Make sure you're getting those packs from our dudes over at Carolina Cigars. They've got the victory packs for you at Carolina underscore cigars on Instagram. You can give them a call. They got a website. Hey, just shoot them a DM. You can order that way. That's where I get all my stogies. I can assure you, by the way, the dog pack will be getting smoked. The Mississippi State pack will be getting smoked. Didn't want to light it up inside, obviously, but we will be smoking that within the next 24 hours, I'll say. But that pack will be smoked, I can assure you. Make sure Carolina Cigars, they're hooking you up, getting the pack. Uh, Marvio Anderson, excited for him at running back. You know, I think you've got other guys you need to continue to use for sure, but He's RB1. He's RB1. There's no debate. There's no conversation. There's no discussion. You watch the guy run. We talked about this weeks ago. I think it was after Furman we did, right? You watch him run the football, and there's just the difference, guys. It's not the Cabrion Joiner's fault, guys, but the Cabrion Joiner, you can see it. The gears are turning, right? He's thinking about it. You know, he, he's, he's trying to process it. Oh, 
I do this because I'm a running back. I take the handoff. I make the cut. I see the hole. I do this. Mario Anderson doesn't do any of that because he's a running back. Because he's played running back. He has played running back, right? So it's no knock on Dak. It's just Mario Anderson has an obvious leg up because he's played running back. The carry-on joiner at this point is a wide receiver or a red zone weapon, right? I, I think that's honestly at this point the carry-on joiners, if you want to know how he should be utilized, my opinion, how the carry-on joiner should be utilized from here on out, red zone weapon. Because the dude's got a knack for the end zone. I think he still leads this football team in touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, from skill position players. So, like, he's got a knack to find Pater. But RB1, it's not him. That's not his spot. Red zone weapon is his spot. And he can be very effective at it, and he can be very effective and useful in this offense if he's utilized correctly. But RB1 is not utilizing to carry on Joyner correctly because Mario Anderson is that guy. No question. He is that guy. Guys, phone lines are still open. We're going to keep it rolling, guys. I mean, we've been going about an hour and a half on these to this point, so I don't know if we'll go that long, but as long as you guys are blowing the phone lines up, we'll keep taking calls. Dave Garrett. Dave, what's going on, my man? You're on the air. I'm I'm doing very well. Um, I know you. I know the phone lines are blowing up for you. I just wanted to say thank you for to all of those that came by twelve twelve Bluff Road, and I got a chance to put some faces with some some voices and the outpouring of people wanting. Uh, Spurs Up Show merchandise. It's just greatly appreciated. And I I hope uh, everybody can celebrate this win. But on a side note, Chris, there's no damn excuse for going for two two weeks in a row. But once again, thanks for everybody that took their time to come out and uh, talk to me at the table and, and purchasing merchandise. And we'll see you at the next home game. Go Gamecocks. Dave, you're the man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call. And let me echo what Dave just said because I talked with Dave. Obviously, Dave's been out there. He's our guy selling the the merchandise on hand at 1212 Bluff Road, the SNG parking lot right outside of Williams Bryce Stadium. And uh got the report from Dave today right before kickoff. And and guys, I I just I can't say thank you enough, man, for the outpour of love, support. Uh I mean, you guys make this thing go, truly. TSUS wouldn't be what it is, what it's becoming without your love and support. So, again, guys, I, I just – I can't say thank you enough, man. Feeling that love from Gamecock Nation. Feeling that love from, again, people that have been supporting this business for years and years. And here's also new fans of the business as well in the show and the content and the merchandise, man. It's, it's tip of the cap to y'all, man. Pat on the back for y'all. Y'all deserve it. I appreciate it. And uh, just can't say thank you enough. So, to Dave's point, though, yeah, the going for two thing – we, we, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about it this week because you won the football game. Who cares? It's a it's a footnote. But things like that aren't footnotes if you don't win. Haley. Haley, what's going on? You're on the air. Hey, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing well. I appreciate you asking. What's up? A lot happier that we played and we won, and I thought we had some star players tonight. What about you? 
Indeed, yes. Yeah. Spencer Rattler was brilliant. Mario Anderson emerged. Xavier Leggett kept on keeping on. And uh, defensively, I thought you had some guys, Boogie Huntley, Tonka Hemingway. Um, you know, I thought the secondary, although it was kind of shoddy, I, I thought Judge Collier made a big play. I thought Marcellus Dial made some plays. So it was a true team effort. Mitch Jeter had a big field goal, right? So uh, it was a team effort all in all. And, again, it equals a win, which is the most important thing. So a lot of, lot of people shine tonight for sure. I agree. We enjoyed watching Huntley. I thought he had a killer night. Uh, I just was surprised at how many times – I think he had three sacks and how many times he tipped the ball. I don't know. But we need some players like him. Mm. Yeah, and I, I really liked how active the defensive front was in regards to, you know, obviously Mississippi State got in a groove. Uh, I thought they used Will Rogers probably the way they should have been using him all year because – there was a reason I, I talked about him all summer and praised him as one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC, and it wasn't because, you know, lip service or I have some weird infatuation with Mississippi State. He's just – I mean, dude's a gunslinger, and he can make it work. And, uh, you know, that can neutralize a pass rush, but I thought those guys did a good job getting the hands up. You saw a lot of batted passes tonight, and, and there were some big difference makers of those too. So, and again, it wasn't pretty defensively for a lot of the night, but the bottom line is this, when, you know, when, when – Football is obviously an offensive game now. It's about who can outscore the other. It's about making big plays defensively, and the Gamecocks, thankfully, made more big plays defensively than than Mississippi State did. You know, I'm trying to think. I mean, the Decarion Joiner fumble is probably the only one that I think of that was really a mistake by South Carolina where, um, you know, that, that was costly. I, I thought you saw the Gamecocks, for the most part, play clean football, protect the football, and, uh, you know, you do that, and you do that at home, and, you win the turnover margin, and, you know, really good things are going to happen. I agree. What do you think next week's going to look like? As I said earlier, I would take the over right now. I don't know what the total is going to be in the game. I think there's going to be a lot of points, though. Um, I know Tennessee hasn't looked great at this point. And, again, this is my way-too-early scouting report, obviously. We'll we'll break this down much more in its entirety this week. But, uh, you know, um, I, I Tennessee's going to be ready, right? It's a night game at Neyland. They got revenge on their minds. Uh, you know, Tennessee already lost to Florida, so that they, they've their margin for error is much less. But the balls will be fired up, ready to go. And listen, all the things that we talked about about South Carolina having the advantage, it's a home game at night. Well, now Tennessee has that advantage. So you have to play that much better to win that football game. And, uh, you know, I think South Carolina secondary has got to shore some things up really quickly. But, you know, the good news is this. You have a guy in Spencer Rattler, the way he is playing – he's going to give you a chance in every single ball game. So if for whatever reason Joe Milton's not on for Tennessee and, and the offense is not quite where they want it to be, man, I, you know, I, I don't think Tennessee's some juggernaut defensively. So I, I think Spencer Rattler and company could have another big night and you just never know what might happen. But I'm expecting a lot of offensive fireworks in that one. And uh, like I said, I'll lock in a prediction later in the week. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a tall task for sure going under the lights at Neyland and dealing with a – what's guaranteed to be a really, really raucous crowd. Okay, one more thing, and I'll let you go. I need your expert opinion. Do you think we should go to the away game at Mizzou? <laughs> should you go to the away game at Mizzou? Um, yeah, why not? I mean, uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly your situation, where you are. You guys are in Missouri, right? Am I recalling the right callers here? Yeah, Y'all are, yeah if you're, yeah. Yeah, if you're there, I would go. Yeah, I, I think that'd be a great game to go to. Mizzou won tonight despite my pick they 
Mizzou's 4-0. They are a good football team. Probably going to be 5-0, taking on LSU in two weeks, who looks beatable. I think it would be worth going. I think I think that's setting up to be a very a great matchup. So, I would go. I would go if you're out there. Why not? I think we are. Awesome. Well, thanks, Chris. I appreciate you, and uh, have a great night. Great stuff, Haley. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Shout out to the Gamecocks in Missouri, by the way, who are calling us. And, yeah, if you're out there, I, I'd say go to it. Why not? The Battle of Columbia, the Mayor's Cup. That'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Um, anyways, guys, we'll keep the conversation rolling. 843-790-3377 here on this Saturday night. Gamecocks are 2-2. Two and two. 500, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm very, very happy we did not have to find out what this fan base would be like after a 1-3 and three start. What's going on, man? You're on the air. Man, what's going on, Chris? Dude, just hanging out, man. Well, what's up? Tonight was very tonight's a very interesting night for Carolina. But we talk about elephant in the room, honestly. The elephant in the room is that Florida State put a whooping on Clemson. They <laughs> it's, put an entire it's, whooping. It's much more fun to enjoy that game after a South Carolina win. That's for sure. It wouldn't have wouldn't have quite hit the same if the Gamecocks didn't get the job done. So now that they did, yeah, I, I dude. That was a fun one to watch for sure, and FSU getting the job done in, in overtime. But thankfully, thankfully, that was a great start to this Saturday for sure. Yes, sir, it has been. Um, let's see, also Tennessee falling into Florida last weekend was great too. Great to see. Also, when Clemson played, Clemson played Charleston Southern. Charleston Southern was giving all, giving it all to Clemson. Tying it up with Clemson. I was very surprised that a small Division One school was doing that. Yeah. Clemson. Yeah. Now, it, was, it was a game for a little bit. There was some there was some uh some things I was mad about tonight. Hmm. Now, as me and my dad discussed tonight, you can't beat the refs. You can't. Um now I don't know if you saw the seventy six yard Receiving TD, the Rattler started one of his receivers. And that was beautiful to start off the game. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was a um, thing of beauty, man. Rat- Rattler was spinning it. Yet again, he was spinning it, man. He's he's just – he's making himself a lot of money this year, that's for sure. Well, I'm going to get me a Rattler jersey eventually now. It's one of my things I want for Christmas, get me a jer- get his jersey. He's going to be a high draft pick this year. I feel like he is. I – Hey, he keeps playing like he is. There's no question he will be. Um, Now, there was some calls that the refs made was not correct, to my opinion. Now, the interception that we got, that Carolina got against Mississippi State, and the Mississippi State player was out of bounds, and the South Carolina player was in, inbounds, but then Mississippi State burned their first charging timeout in the first quarter. Like first, second quarter, mm-hmm. you're running your charge timeout. Mm-hmm. Like, as someone who's about to go in this profession of coaching, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't burn my charge timeout before interception. And then when they re- replayed and everything, it was good. It stands interception, but you wasted it. You wasted a timeout that could have been used in a whole in a whole different play. Mm-hmm. You're about, to go into, no you're about to go into coaching, you said. Are you a defensive coordinator by chance? 
No. Um, okay. I well, I was going to say if you right. if you are, there might be an opening in Columbia in a few months you could apply for because Gamecock's probably going to need some help. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah. <laughs> You're funny. I'm going into coaching. Actually, originally I was going to go into high school coaching, be a high school head coach. But I'm at a university here in South Carolina called North Greenville University. It's in Tigerville, South Carolina. And I'm going into coaching. I'm going to do college coaching, actually. Division One college mm, football. Yeah. I wouldn't mind Division Two either, but I mainly primarily want to be a head coach. Mm, I love the love game it. of football. I'm a big fan. I love – my big thing is watching recruiting. I love watching recruiting. That's my biggest thing. And it, this whole summer, this past summer, when, when Nicholas Harbor and all of them were, were um, going to South Carolina, I was watching that. I was watching the commitment. All right, my guy. We don't – hey, listen, I love you, man. We ain't got time for life stories, my dog. Good luck with your coaching search or whatever you're doing. Anyways, 843-790-3377, man. Listen. I, I've been nice for far too long on these phone lines, man. We got to go. We got people trying to call in. What y'all got? 843-790-337. We got no time. We got no time for life stories, man. It is midnight. We are getting calls in. So y'all call in. I want to hear from you. 843-790-3377. Unfortunately, my prediction for the game missed. I had 34-24. to 24, But... But, I think it's the same guy. But, 37 and 30, not far off. Not far off. So, anyways, guys, what y'all got, man? Huge win. Thank goodness, man. Two and two. At 500. At 500 in SEC play. You had to have it. Yeah, one and one in SEC play. It was a must-have. James. James, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, Chris? Hey, man. I, uh, I we watched the game tonight, my wife and I, and uh, I think we had some, uh, you know, we had some pretty good drives there. Obviously, Spencer played, you know, lights out. Can't ask too much more from uh, QB1. But it seems like every now and then we get a little run. And then we get the ball back, and we, we like to kind of go back to the conservative play calling. I mean, that play with Zach Joyner, uh, it just – I don't get it. I think sometimes we, we like to we like to kind of go back to this conservative play calling that we're kind of used to, and it's kind of a downer, man. You watch it, and it's just like, what are we doing? Yeah, you, you would honestly so, – I, I don't know what you thought. Well, to your point, you would think there's a clause in Dabble Loggins' contract that says he has to run it up the middle – every first down because it just seems every time South Carolina gets the football and it's first and 10, they run it in the middle for zero yards. And I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not trying to be critical of Dabble Loggins here because I think he's doing a great job at this point, but it is kind of maddening to just every time they're going back to the well and it starts getting real predictable. So, um, I mean, you know, I, I say this, I don't think that the carry on joiner fumble was because of conservative play calling. You can't fumble the football there bottom line, but to your point, I, I saw it as well, man. I, I was it, – it was – it was, you know, you can't be aggressive and go downfield deep on every play, but it was just maddening when stuff like that was working and then you were just – felt like you were going this ultra-conservative route of, of run the football at the middle for nothing. Um, you know, it, it got a little frustrating to watch at times, but all in all, again, to your point, man, like you said, offense certainly wasn't the reason that this game was even close. Um 
you know, offensively at a fantastic night. And, you know, I, I mean, you just, I, you just, you can't say enough good things about Spencer Rattler because he's care. He's, you know, I know other guys are making contributions. I get that, but he's carrying this football team. I mean, he's still just yeah. carrying this team, willing this team to victory. That's what he's doing right now. So, you know, I think people really need to take a step back and take a good, long, hard look and kind of reflect and, and be really grateful and appreciative for what we're watching with Rattler because it does not come along very often. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say is uh, Mario Anderson is, is the dude. I mean, straight up. That guy runs hard, plays hard. And uh, anyway, I think you spoke to my wife earlier. We're uh, Gamecock fans out here holding down in Missouri still. So. We'll, uh, we'll be at the game in Como uh, this season. So, anyway, appreciate what you're doing, and uh, I'll you later. James and the man, I appreciate it, man. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, I, Mario Anderson, guys, can't say enough good things about his effort. I mean, the toughness, the, the hard runs, the – you know, that, that, that last one I thought really just encaps, encapsulated, right? He's hit at the five, he's hit at the three, and he just barrels over and, um, you know, barrels over and finds a way in. So, I see Randy saying we didn't run for zero a lot tonight. Well – Call from Billy. More than a couple of times, I thought, but I could be. Wrong. Billy, what's going on, man? You're on the air. Hey, I was going to call on the. Uh, I'm a Tennessee fan, man, and all I gotta say, man, is y'all look pitiful tonight, man. I can't wait till Joe Milton comes out and we'll start tell where we're vending Hendon Hooker season. Hendon Hooker would have beat y'all, but y'all lucky he got hurt. So Joe Milton's gonna avenge the season for us. Y'all look terrible tonight. And you know what we about to do. We about to eat them coups up. It's in Neyland Stadium. You know we ain't losing in Neyland. Come on now. The, the, the point spread should probably be at least 30. I mean, shoot. Y'all barely beat Mississippi State. You barely beat Furman. I mean, this is going to be a cakewalk for us, man. We might as well just start our back home. I mean, this is insane. But, but yeah, that's all I got to say. You beat, a, you beat a Mickey Mouse Mississippi State team. So you think you're, you're riding high right now. But you just wait till Saturday. Them boys going to come out. Them boys going to come out hot. That's all I got to say to you. Billy, take a breath, my guy. Thank you, Slapdick Billy, for calling in. And let me say this. This same dude, this same dude called after that Tennessee game last year and said the same thing about if Hendon Hooker didn't get hurt, Tennessee would have won the football game. Like Hendon Hooker didn't get hurt when the game was out of hand in the fourth quarter. Sheesh. The trash talk's going to be epic this week, though. Y'all know Tennessee fans are going to come out of the woodshed. You know SEC Mike and Cousin Shane are going to be yapping. It's going to be crazy, man. Hey, phone line's still open, guys. 843-790-3377. I'm having some fun. Let's keep it rolling. We'll keep this thing rocking until you guys are done for the night. To accept. What's going on? You're on the air. Fuck the balls. Fuck that dumbass who just called in. Cox by 90. Fuck him win anyways. Chris, I'm leaving you to that. Let's go, Cox. Bryce, well said, man. Well said. Very good. <laughs> Spur your enthusiasm. Snuck into the phone line just to say that. I love it, man. Golly. Again, guys, all of you right now that are tuned in, I don't know if you're at the tailgate post game hanging out. You're in the car on 77, on 26, on 20. Whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, man, or you're at home, I don't know what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. You guys have made you guys have made this post-game call-in show, the A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show. 
a massive success. You know, we had high expectations for it, man. I really did. But uh, th- those have been exceeded, exceeded by far um, over these first four games. And I can't say thank you enough. So safe travels to you all. Hope you are having safe travels. Getting back to wherever you are. It is a great night to smoke the dog pack. I'll be smoking my dog pack in the next 24 hours. Trust me, you will know of it. And, um, yeah, yeah, great night to have a win, man. 37 to 30, Gamecocks. Get the W, get back to 500 in SEC play, get that first SEC win under the belt. And, uh, again, just get a game you had to have. Get a game you absolutely had to have, especially after losing to North Carolina, right? After losing to UNC, this sort of became a must-win. Like, we didn't want to use the term must-win, but it became for the prospects of a seven- or eight-win season, it became a must-win game. So the thing that you can count on most, above anything else, right, you may not know what offense is going to give you or defense is going to give you or special teams is going to give you, but you know what you can count on from Shane Beamer coach teams at home, Williams-Brice Stadium, under the lights. You can count on Shane Beamer coached teams to find a way to get hard-fought Ws. You can count on them to find a way to win the ballgame. It may not be pretty. It might be pretty. It might be like Tennessee last year. Or it might be like this one tonight. But either way, you can count on South Carolina to win and to find ways to win under the lights at Willie B, man. It's becoming a place. Williams-Brice Stadium. I say it's becoming a place. It is a place at this point. That is an environment that opponents fear going into. Because when the Gamecocks play at home at night, you got the crowd behind you. Like, good things happen. Good. It's almost like Gamecock Nation wills this football team to win games. Wills this football team to make big plays when they need them. And, and hey, doesn't matter if it's pretty or not, man. All that matters is you get the dub. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Rebecca. Rebecca, you're on the air. How about them game talks? How about them, Rebecca? How about them? I told you I give people good luck. You did it, Rebecca. Yeah, you um, did it. <laughs> well, we got to whoop Tennessee's ass. We got to. It's Tennessee uh, week. It's your favorite week of the year, Rebecca. We got to whoop Tennessee's ass. You know I'm going to say a speech and a half on Friday. I I know you'll have that speech ready to go. Yep, and I'm looking forward to it, too. I'm sure you are, Rebecca. I'm sure you are. Let me say this one thing. I'll be uh, going to Pigeon Forge on that Friday, but I'll pull over and call into the show to give my speech. That that is true commitment to the craft that is calling into the Daily Crow. So I, I respect it. All right. And I just want to make that clear for everybody if they don't want to miss it. Uh that I'll be on there Friday. Indeed. Rebecca, we're all looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I appreciate you. 
keep up the positive juju. We're going to need it going into Tennessee week. Great stuff from Rebecca, guys. And there you go. That's I guess that's why the Gamecocks won. And they didn't lose against Georgia because of her. They lost because of her man, Will, was chanting and saying crap in the background. That's per her, by the way, not per me. So there you go. Guys, we'll take a couple of we'll, – I did it again. We'll take a few more. I did it again. We'll take a few more guys here late on this Saturday night. Gamecocks getting it up. What a day of college football, by the way. My goodness. What a freaking day. Just crazy game after crazy game after big storyline. Nuts, man. Absolutely freaking nuts. Anyways, guys, like I said, we got time for a few more. If you guys want to call in again, thank you all so much. Those of you, I see the great crowd tuned in right now. Those of you on 26, on 20, on 77, wherever you are, you're at the tailgate still, you're at home. I don't know what you're doing, but you're here. And that is what matters. So thank you all so much, guys. Also, of course, you will not want to miss it. We will be running a sale on TSUS.store because when the Gamecocks win, you win. It'll be 15% off. Uh, we'll go promo code Gamecocks. I'll just say that. I might change my mind, guys. Just stay tuned to social media. Uh, might get a little more creative, by the way. But uh, anyways, we will have a promo code 15% off, guys, because when South Carolina wins, you win. Some really good stuff there. Uh, outside of that, going once, going twice, we'll give it another minute or two. If we have no new calls, we'll go ahead and close this thing out. All good. We've been live over an hour. It is late, of course, 12.15 right now, a.m., Eastern time. And again, guys, the big news, Gamecocks get the dub. That's above all else, all that matters. Defense has got some things to fix. Hey, tip, tip your cap to Will Rogers. Tip your freaking cap to Will Rogers, man. He was he was great in this ball game. Tulu Griffin is a monster. Um, South Carolina did a good job of corralling and containing Woody Marks in this game. Um and South Carolina offensively was fantastic. So, here we go. From Big Dick Joey. I just got to see what this is. What's going on, man? You're on the air. All right. Mario Anderson got to be number one. Send DK. That was bad. This game. And that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. So, I expected more from a guy who called in and his name was Big Dick something. But it makes sense that the call would be short because if you have to call yourself Big Dick, you're probably compensate, compensating for something. So that's just whatever. Either way. Anyways. Um, <laughs> and before anybody comes back and says, well, what about the Big Cock Club? It's a Gamecock thing. Get your mind out of the gutter, all right? Anyways. Um, we got any more? We're lining up. That might be a good spot to end it, honestly. That might really. I see some comments, and now I'm really ready to end it. Now, now I'm now we 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 need to call it now. Put a pin in it, guys. We will go ahead and call it. Great stuff tonight on the post game call and show. I really, truly, genuinely do appreciate it. Uh, we'll rock all week long on TDC. Of course, the new format begins this week, noon to two. We're back to that schedule. We'll have a Friday mailbag episode. Friday mailbag episode where we'll take all of your questions, comments, calls, all that good stuff, and then we'll have our special guest 
in that second hour. Um, but that'll be the next opportunity for you guys to call in, to voice your thoughts Monday through Thursday. We will take Super Chats on YouTube and questions from those in the Big Cock Club Discord. So look into that, guys. Of course, it'll be a it'll be a jam-packed week of contents all across the board, social media, podcast, live show. Y'all know the drill. Also, merchandise, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you yet again to all those who stopped by in person today, showed love, showed support, said what's up to our dude, dude Dave. He said many of you were asking, where's Chris at? Where's Chris? And we're right here, man, locked in, in studio, right here for the post-game call-in show, covering the games, all that good stuff. But there's a chance I might slide down to Columbia once this year. I, I, I may not be able to resist. Either way, though, man, I, I love the way game days are going right now. I love the way things are operating. I love how business is flourishing and content is flourishing, and it's all because of you all. So, again, thank you all so much, guys. Appreciate you all. You can also listen to the TSUS A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show after the fact. We'll release this early Sunday morning via podcast version. So you can hear all this, go back, listen, all that good stuff. Always a great time when you do that. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube, guys. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications of when we go live, when we drop new video content as well. And also, be sure to hit that subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. The podcast drop daily on that feed at the Spurs Up Show on all those platforms that I mentioned. Guys, hey, feels good to get a dub. Feels good to be two and two. Feels good to get an SEC win. And now we look ahead to next Saturday night. Them Tennessee Volunteers in Knoxville. Got to be one hell of a time. Guys, thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much to those that called in. Thank you to A1 Air Quality Consultants for making this show a possibility. Appreciate you all tuning in. Y'all be safe tonight. Have a great rest of your night. And we will talk to you all on... Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.